Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. Uh, this is Max Rushton. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, as always, you got involved. We set the agenda and you came on with some fine stories. We had a bit of a chat about the football, as you can imagine. Uh, we spoke to uh, Martin Ziegler from The Times because we didn't know an awful lot about Thomas Back, the very IOC popular, Very popular man, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he, he was re-elected yesterday and we wanted to know why and we found out a bit more about that, so you'll hear that. Um, and, of course, we had a birthday spread, yeah. which, uh, which was... A Sensation, wasn't it? Really it was a great game. It was yeah. a great Did game. Did you get 10 in a row? We'll Let's find out. Let's find out. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Max. And the listeners. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. Yes, the listeners are uh, they're really uh, taken with David. says, sick with nerves for you for 10 in a row. Good luck. <laughs> uh, John, good luck in the birthday spread this afternoon. Hashtag stop the Hawksby 10. Yeah. Sounds like a criminal group, it does, doesn't yeah, it? Has nothing to do with me. <laughs> Chris, hoping Max can stop Paul Hawksby from doing a Celtic-style 10 in a row today mm. in the birthday spread. A nation is behind you. Richard, are you thinking of bringing Gerard in to stop La Decima? Hashtag stop the 10. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Are you ready? We're all rooting for you, says James. Well, that's good. Blimey. Well, Here it's great. Are. It's good yeah. people are looking forward to it. I mean, it's, it really is just basically 10 gags from Andy and a load of birthdays, but it seems to capture the imagination. So it's um, windy today, isn't it, Paul? It, you, yeah, it is. We, yeah. I feel like I'm speaking to an old lady at a bus stop. <laughs> oh, it's bitter. It's bitterine. But, but on my way in, you know mm. you know how when an aeroplane... I don't know if you've ever been on an aeroplane where it can't I've been on land. an aeroplane. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've <laughs> okay, been around, okay, mate. Okay, right. I've been around. <laughs> so take that a step further. Have you been on one that couldn't land? Is that oh, yeah, another yeah, go? yeah, yeah. It's terrible. That, I was like that trying to get through the front door today. Like, so really? I got blown off course as I was getting in. The building where we work is, is, is a bit of a wind tunnel, there isn't is it? It is a wind it, tunnel, You can yes. sometimes walk towards the building and there's nothing going on. As soon as you get in here, it's, it's almost like you're doing a, a Marcel Marceau mime. I had to abort the uh, my first and entry. Really? You had to go again. You had to take a, a go full around turn. again. Oh, that was a bit of a late one. And, uh, and, and before we get on to last night's football, uh, Paul, yeah. that's really exciting news. The twenty. Do you remember the twenty pound note that was being filmed? Yeah. On the stairs on budget day. Steps down to Bank Station on Budget Day. Mm. Well, I was walking past the same steps because I take the same route, and the twenty pound note. They were filming again. The really? twenty pound note. I took a photo. Of the 20... But this time they had a man... Yeah. ...with his foot 
on the £20 that I show you. I'll tweet out the photo to anyone who really cares. And then they were filming They it. were filming. So I took a photo. They looked a bit confused as to why I was filming. <laughs> Somebody, I don't know what this is. Maybe it's another, maybe there's one news programme obsessed with the £20 note, but can everybody just keep their eyes out for TV... It looks like a budget thing, so it's news. There's not lot. It's not lots of crew. You know when you see a film crew, yeah. and there's bundles of people and catering wagons and all that. There's yeah. None of that. It's just two. It's bl- just two blokes. The camera and another lad, another lad with his exactly. Spot on but a 20 this quid time note. they weren't wafting the twenty. I mean, it's a windy day. They don't need to waft they don't it. Need to waft but it. that's why he was there to he keep his foot on. He didn't want to lose twenty pounds. quid. Exactly. I need to know more. I can't yeah. give you. I didn't ask them because I didn't think that would be right to ask them what it was about. Mm. I can't give you that information. It's just it's a it's a bulletin for everybody to just watch as much television as they can. If you see a man you with see... his foot on a twenty pound note or a twenty pound note fluttering on a step in slow mo, mm. slightly arsed. Feels a bit Channel 4 News, that. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, it? Doesn't it? I didn't like recognise, I didn't see any other Channel 4 News lot okay. there, so... Yeah. Who knows? It's a mystery well, look, currently. This is it? this is great news. Hmm. Um, so, um, <laughs> one of the things we'd like to hear from you on this afternoon, we talked yesterday and we're hoping at some stage to speak to a couple of the scouts because we mentioned they're colourising the 1966 World Cup and the people behind it had noticed these uh, four boy scouts sitting right on the touchline, edge of the 18-yard box, effectively, legs crossed on the floor. We subsequently discovered from the son of one of those four boys who phoned in that they were ball boys for the day. Scouts were used as ball boys on the day and we're hoping to a couple more apparently I think they've found two of the four now they're just verifying everything but we hope to speak to one of them again but it, it got us thinking about getting close to the action and uh, an old pal of mine Mark Leach is a sports photographer uh, played youth football with Glenn Hoddle and uh, he sent Glenn how a pic- nice would that have been yeah just well to, I mean just the, give it to I, Glenn I, eh? I, the picture Glenn doesn't look any different <laughs> no. you can it's so I will show you the picture later when they were about they are about nine or ten oh, really spinny dynamos I understand was the team and um, Mark looks after the collection of one of the great photographers Jerry Cranham just at this stuff he's brilliant not just in sport but in other stuff as well and uh, among Jerry's uh, collection was a picture of um, Manchester United Spurs at White Hart Lane with George Best taking a throw in and Glenn just sitting there in his civvies in his suit um, and he said I've just been sent this by ex-teammate at Spinny Dynamos that's where he had tickets for Spurs games as a schoolboy so these days if you're a schoolboy player you sit in the crowd there used to be a little corner of the East Stand where the East Stand met the, the Paxton Road at the old White Hart Lane where the, the young players used to sit with their parents sure, yeah. there. but that, those days they sat on the touchline they sat on the other side of the barrier where the St John's Ambulance people sat and the Snappers sat on a little white tiny white bench in front of the brilliant crowd. photo isn't yeah it? and it, it led into another picture that you've probably seen over the years of two tea ladies and that was another Manchester United Spurs game I recognised Roger Morgan as the Tottenham player but it's two tea, people regularly just used to walk around the outside of the perimeter while a game was on 50,000 fans in a ground and you get two old deer saying so I said to her Doreen I said <laughs> it's windy out these, yeah <laughs> these two are not watching the match are they I'll they're just having a chat photo it's so yeah. good so we're just interested in how close you got to the action any sport and in what circumstances I've got two really I mean lots of photos been sent to me already Sean has been in touch he's a Liverpool fan the closest he got to the action is when he had to hold Mario Balotelli back and basically the referee I can't work out what ref it is 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 having a go is it a ref or is that a fullback I can't have a lot it's very hard to say but basically Mario Balotelli was about to to launch into whoever's in front of him, and Sean is holding him back. Yeah, he's he's actually doing him a favour. And another one from Darren Richmond. He's not worthy. So no, exactly. Uh, Nish yeah. Kumar replied to my tweet. 
uh, and copied in Darren Richmond, a writer. Oh, yeah. Who was, and he sent me this photo, my dad, white jacket and baseball cap on the left, behind me, black Manchester United hat, face half obscured, shortly after that moment in 95. They were ne- they were basically really? next to Cantona. The Matthew Simmons moment. Exactly. Yeah, wow. When he went into the crowd. So those kind of things we'd love to get Yeah, love today. it. Do keep those coming for us. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. And Max, you always you also wanted to know about cheating at cross-country. Yes, this is in the Daily Star today. Uh, Liverpool stars tricked former manager Kenny Dalglish by jumping into strangers' cars while on training runs. John Barnes <coughs> said, We used to go to the ground, get on a coach and go to the training ground. They said pre-season, run back. So me and Peter Beardsley are running up the Queen's Drive to go back to the ground. And Ronnie Whelan and some of the players have hitched a lift. They've jumped in a car to get a lift. When they get to the Arkles, Kenny and Ronnie are waiting at the big gates and the players are ducking down in the car saying, Let us out here. So I'm thinking, how can this be the best team in the country when everyone's just messing around? I thought it's ridiculous. But <laughs> happily take any stories of cheating at cross-country, yeah. um, uh, which we've had a few uh, sleeping till baseball seasons, running laps around the school. I noticed the door open. I cut through the school, got a nice rest, and jumped in the pack just before they rounded the corner to the practice field. Um, so yeah, any more. If you got caught, it was not good, was uh, it? I mean, if you got, I mean, that was the lowest of the low. Was everybody else had to take their punishment? Rotworth says, ran to my mate's house across the road, had a cup of tea and biscuits, watched top the pops he'd take for the night before, and then ran back. <laughs> That's that's quite classy, really. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. I'm sure the bunting was out yesterday as the International Olympic Committee um, re-elected their president, Thomas Buck. He he got in. It was a bit of a landslide, 93 to 1. Yes, that is a good, bit, that's impressive. I mean, he must be it? brilliant. It must be very popular. Now, I've got to be honest. I, I, I don't know a great deal about Thomas Buck, so we turn now to uh, Martin Ziegler, who hopefully does from the Times. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, it's we're good. good. Ninety-three to one. Then I decided to go down the timeline of, of people, and blimey, there was some bootlicking going on. It's there was people isn't it? queuing up to say, "You are fantastic. You are wonderful." And um, at one point, I thought he was the new president of North Korea. <laughs> but there, somebody said, "Thank you for allowing me to be the first person to congratulate you." I thought, oh, you're no, right, if you're not the idea. If you're not the first. If yeah. you're the fifth person no, to congratulate, who wants to be happens? the fifth person? You know, probably, but ninety-three to one. He must be brilliant at his job. Is that what we should take away from this, Martin? Well, I mean, have you mentioned he was the only candidate? Oh, okay. Well, that, that often helps, doesn't it? Who's the one? <laughs> who's the one? I mean, that's who, who, who didn't vote for him. Who was the, yeah, and good luck with you getting <laughs> yeah. on a committee. And who did they vote for? Suddenly, you, you pass. You turn up at the stadium in Tokyo, and it, oh, it doesn't seem to be working. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I'm, I'm sure the hunt is on. Who was? Who was? Who was the one? I mean, who could have been Princess Anne? Would she have, would she have done it? She, she could have abstained. I don't know if the royal family need any more headlines yeah, at the moment, Martin, yeah, I think they, to be honest. I think, they, I think no, she just... Right. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, yeah, tell us, like, who is he? Because there are lots of people who don't follow, uh, you know, uh, who runs the Olympics yeah. that closely. But I have no idea who this bloke is. Who is he? Is he good at it? Thomas Buck, he is uh, German. He um, won a gold medal in fencing in the 70s. Mm. He, he is a, I would say, a sort of career sports politician he's been on the uh, he became very close to horse dazzler the sort of the, the, the old adidas um man back in the 80s so he's sort of steeped in that sort of um sports politics history and then he, he's been on the isc since 1991 i think it is 
and has built up a, a sort of strong power base. He's very much a, a sort of politician. Spends all his time, as far as you can tell, sort of meeting heads of state and um, doing, trying to do sort of deals for the Olympics. But I mean, I, he is also in in lots of quarters. He's fairly unpopular because he seems to have taken a, a fairly soft line. For example, over the Russian doping, um, hasn't done anything about this sort of human rights issues. The Chinese have got the Beijing Winter Olympics next year, so it's um he. he I would say he's a, a sort of when you see him, you think he's a sort of a, very much a sort of man in a grey suit. Mm. But um, he is very powerful, that is for sure. Like FIFA, IOC is an organisation that's had plenty of scandals. You know, real watershed one many years ago. Um, but you know, there's still there's still quite a lot of mud that people are attempting to stick to the IOC. If you put an IOC scandal into a Google search. They're queuing up to tell you about allegations of bribery and backroom deals. Just some of the words I'm seeing, vote buying. Um, I mean, it, you know, Wikipedia even give you a list of Olympic scandals and controversies. Well, it's not that long ago. I mean, the Tokyo Olympics hasn't happened yet. No. And th- there's been allegations of b- b- paid, well, they certainly made payments. Whether whether you could, whether they were actually bribes, is, it, that could pr- probably be settled by a court of law. But they certainly made payments to people. Um, in which certainly appear to be in, in in moves to persuade them to vote for the for Tokyo. So, but this is not that long ago, um, and you know, what we now have is a is a completely new way of um, choosing Olympic hosts. We've seen with Queensland selected as the 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 preferred option for 2032, mm. a long way ahead, um, and lots of people think that's a bit unfair as well because that's just that's the IOC President Thomas Back getting his way without a sort of fair vote amongst the members. I mean, one of the problems with FIFA is that um, the, uh, you know, it's a, it's two things, isn't it? It's, it's sort of this, it owns this competition, the World Cup, and it puts it on. But then it's also, it does its own, it, it, it legislates for itself. It, it, mm. It's accountable to itself. And those things need to be independent if you want an independent functioning system but that's not how it works is that the same with the ioc i mean how come there was no one standing against him did anybody want to stand against him i think nobody wanted to humiliate themselves because mm. once you're in power it's re- it's really really uh, difficult for anybody to challenge you in fact the last time a um somebody challenged an incumbent ioc president was 1968 Right. So, you know, with 50 years ago. There should be term limits, Martin. I've never understood this. We see it. There, are term, there are term limits. Okay, there so are, how long can he do, technically? He can do He can do 12 years, so he's got right. four more years to That's go. That's quite a long time, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's a 200-year term yeah, limit. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the other lovely things that were said to him yesterday as he got, oh, as he got in, 93 to 1, um, the Colombian said, uh, the, 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 not the candidate, the, uh, the, 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 the Luis Alberto Moreno from Colombia said, we should all be proud of your vision. We're very proud of your leadership. Uh, the good people of Thailand said, you have been the captain of our ship. We have your complete trust. No one could do better than you, Mr. Thomas Back. Navigate us through tough waters. And others were weighing in saying, you look so fresh, you make us stronger than ever. To which he said, I could listen to this until midnight and tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I bet you could, God, mate. God, it's disgusting. 93 people disgusting. queuing up to blow smoke up your fundament. I think most people, <laughs> thank you from the very bottom of my heart for this overwhelming vote of confidence and trust. Oh, pass me a bucket. Not good, is it? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, old Chris Packets and 25 year old Smarty. Who play for Chris Packets? Oh, Chris, he's a good really player. good Chris, right wing Chris Packets. Isn't he the lad who does yeah. Autumn Watch? Chris Packets. <laughs> old Chris Packets and 25 uh, year old Smarty Lids are among items to be shown at the Litter Museum oh, in Ipswich in oh, Suffolk. But it good. just struck me. What happens if you've got to throw something in the bin? <laughs> it's, it's quite They're live exhibits, aren't well, they? The bin the is thing. a live so, yeah, exhibit. Yeah. It, mate, that's exhibit seven. The you know, museum. Oh, sorry, my thought was the bin. Right, that's quite the museum. Yeah, isn't I'm going to get along to the old. Uh, we're going to have to send. Perishables are harder, aren't they? Long, so the longevity of the perish of the you know of the compost bin. It's not yeah. as good, is it? No, I wouldn't. I don't, if, I don't know if they've got compost. This bin. banana was thrown away in 1932. <laughs> but we're going to get the guy. It's in Ipswich, so uh, you know. Knock yourself out. <laughs> what is there to do in Ipswich? I don't criticise Ipswich. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it's in Ipswich. I mean, right, go yeah. and make a full day of it. Why not? Yeah, when you're allowed out. Wait, the first thing you're going to do when everything opens up, do you know yeah. what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Ipswich and go to the Litter I'm going Museum. Ipswich. I'm going to see a game. Philip. Philip says, yeah. sorry, uh, for, for the Max and Paul, the Mac and Paul show, he says. Sorry, Mac and Paul, oh, yeah. I was a 400-metre runner, but by accident yeah. I made it into the cross-country school team mm. by registering a good time. I was entered into in, an inter-school competition, which was one lap of the school, and then through the woods in a muddy field for four miles on a wet day. I didn't fancy it, so I faked twisting my ankle on the first lap. Our PE teacher helped me back indoors and gave me chocolate and a drink, so I rested up. Not only did I have to pretend to limp around the school for the next few days, but our team won the competition. And during assembly, I had to stand up in front of the whole school for a round of applause. The head teacher made a special mention of my injury and bravery as I stared at the floor in shame. I never conned anyone in sport ever again, oh, wow. says Philip Allison. Well done, there we are. What a lesson for you. Yeah. Um, now, I enjoyed on Monday, mm. Paul. Yeah. The uh, Alan Brazil from history. Well, we uh, had a clip, didn't we? I don't. We got it somewhere. Would oh. it be difficult for me to have a clip of Alan talking about the uh, 
the the FA sorry the Champions League final where unfortunately John Terry slipped over as he took his penalty but he did it he did it in the kind of Alan style where he manages to tell you the whole history of a moment <laughs> a great moment seminal moment in history but within just you know a few words as Alan does anyway you get the idea here it is Terry where you know the uh, Moscow and crikey you know what a game it was and to end like that and of course John uh, he's losing his left you know slipping left left leg went and bang bang and then you know we started to think about great you know for me it's keep Canaveral it's 3-2-1 whoosh <laughs> up your goal and then one small step for man eagle has landed you know Bang! Yeah. <laughs> is it is it a quiz? Because they're all quite. I've I've got a couple. Do you want to have a go? A couple? Yeah. Okay. Ah, really big animals. Bang! No animals. Is that is that the Big Bang? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. No, no, no. That's that's the dinosaurs. Oh, the, isn't oh sorry, the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, I, I, I had know, the yeah. Big Bang, which oh, was just the... bang. <laughs> that's it. You, the... well, big man, wives, beheadings, gout. Yeah, that's it. That would obviously Henry the Eighth. Yeah, would be the, the Henry the well, That would be the you've, kind you've of thing. You've got the three now. Yeah, it's, it's not. It, it's not, not quite a quiz, is it? It's not. A, it's quite, I don't think there's. It's, it's, it's quite gettable. It's isn't fun it? to do though. It, yeah, it is. Something to you enjoy know, yourself. Find yourself. You see, you know, Archduke Ferdinand takes it. Bang, you know. <laughs> next thing, you know, battles and war is terrible. Versailles, and you know. And it's, it's, it's great, isn't it? It's, it's lovely to give you a little potted history that you can do in three or four sentences in the style of oh, Alan Brazil. Get, we could get him to record them. Yeah. The don't, hold, could just don't hold your breath. No, could, you just hand just it to him. Just say, this would is you I, remind some great moments in history in your... Say, no, just, hey, you. Just, no, just, just, just tell him this that. is what happened in the Europa League. You read it out, <laughs> won't he? Um, uh, John from Hull He says, knows it's done with love. We love him, absolutely. really. Absolutely. Oh, I'm off today. I usually listen to the birthday spread in the car on the way. Mm. Uh, but today it is on Sky Radio Channel with some nibbles and a nice bottle of wine. <laughs> Look at this. John oh, from this Hull is, is opening a bottle of... Not a, a bottle of key not an afternoon at the county <laughs> cricket, mate. Birthday spread. <laughs> ben says, I'm a builder. I'm sneaking off site to sit in the van and listen yeah. to the birthday spread I like someone saying now what is a what wine goes with the birthday spread it yeah. says here on this bottle of Rioja goes very well with some poor jokes from Andy Jacobs and two yeah. men guessing the ages put, of just, old composers just put your mouth over the plastic spout of the box if I was you that's what the, that's what the birthday spread deserves really anyway still an hour an hour ago before Apple you... bang blimey yeah. <laughs> yeah. do you know that one you got was that, that one? William Tell was uh, it Sir Isaac Newton oh Sir Isaac Newton two, two possible Apple you see ones what I mean? two different versions I, I obviously think, I think you've got to flesh them out a bit you're just a bit too okay. vague okay fine this is, that's the final round when you're going for the holiday right. you know okay. yeah, I yeah. was only looking to win the <laughs> cut glass decanter and uh, or his and hers bathrobes at that stage I'll I need more, more information ne- I'll try some more next week the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport a little bit of footage emerged today from ESPN, it's somewhere in in Latin America. I'm not I'm not quite sure. Uh, Spanish speaking uh, pundits all sitting there ready to do their show, mm-hmm. and uh, the set part of the set falls onto one of the presenters. Have you seen this? Oh dear, no, I haven't. Really? I mean, it's not just it's not Bobby Davro in the stocks, no, is it? It's with not. Blair. It's, That's a really terrible. It's one. not just part of the set. It's like a lightning rig behind it. And it comes down oh. with a real force and hits him hard. And they go from this sort of wide shot into just this look on the fear on the host's face as he has to go to an ad break oh. while they wonder if this guy's still alive. So, again, I started to think, well, blimey, how do he walk away from that? Because it pr- 
properly bends him in half. But his name is Carlos Orduz. Uh, soccer journalist was smashed by a falling wall on the set of a live TV show on Tuesday, but miraculously escaped without injury. It was on ESPN FC Radio. If you look at it, you would not believe he walked away from that unscathed. Wow, good it's news. Quite, it is. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, because it's, years ago in the it old was days, Jim on it. Sorry, carry on. Well, I was going to say, well, we have Jim and Simon at the moment in glorious Technicolor on YouTube. But back in the day, they did a talk sport TV, right. and they they had a set that they put up so it looked good I on imagine camera. Imagine no expense spared. Well, no, it looked good. It was back. It was a long time ago, but it it would be brought in for the TV, so it wasn't a fixed set. And there is still a clip out there somewhere of part of it falling on Jason's head. <laughs> Uh, Jason Cundy, it's like, and he's, he's midway through a thing about, and then suddenly this thing just properly clumps him on the nut. I mean, he may talk us through it on the sports bar tonight. Um, Nick Collins falling off the ladder was obviously a, a yeah, high that's, point. That's, that's, I think yeah. go back to Jim, don't they, on Sky Sports News? Um, and Nick's fallen off. What's he doing up a ladder anyway? I've definitely asked him about that yep. at some point. Uh, Brent says, Thursday's birthday's Jeff overplaying his part, stress, Max Rushton ruining the gags, Andy, bang. Yeah. Um, James says, I've got a lovely. 2012 Barossa Valley Shiraz ready to go for the birthday spread. It's in the decanter awaiting the inevitable. Or will Max do a Stevie G and stop the 10 in a row? No pressure. What, now, whatever happens, I'll celebrate with three glasses of wine emoji. Jamie picking the kids up from school at half three. More importantly, listening to the birthday spread. Come on, Max, stop the 10. Well, it's nice. No, it's become an appointment to listen, apparently. It? So, uh, it's, no, if you're wondering what all the fuss is about, you never heard it. It's basically Andy with 10 gags, Jeff Peters keeping the score. And myself and Max, and hopefully you at home joining in, trying to guess our old people whose eyes birthday it was Basically, this week. I mean, it's not I mean, that great. It's not much to it, well, really. Well, I mean, Paul, you're world ranking about number nothing. one. You're excellent. Well, uh, Steve Moran has been in touch, the ex-Southampton striker. I remember Steve, good player. Yeah. He says, when I was at Reading in the late 80s, this is on uh, uh, cross-country, um, we used to do a lot of pre-season cross-country runs from the old Elm Park out mm. on the countryside to a water sports centre. One particular day, when I was placed towards the back of the racing pack, I flagged down a cement mixer. You know the one with the ladders attached to the back. The driver recognised me, was happy to give me a lift a couple of miles as I waved to my teammates as we passed them, with me hanging off the back of the concrete wagon. He dropped me off 500 yards from the finish and I sprinted to the, to the end to get a sweat on and came a very very respectable third, much to management's surprise. <laughs> Obviously I got grassed on. Happy days, cheers. Thanks. Steve. Thank you, Steve. Good to hear from you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Here we go then. Can I do... Ten in a row. It's eluded the old firm, but could this be the day? Ted says, I rushed my vaccine to be on time for the birthday spread. Don't rush your vaccine. <laughs> not for this. <laughs> it's not worth it, mate. Honestly, it's not worth it, mate, says Andy Jacobs. Just the one shot for me, because... I, <laughs> I didn't go back for my seconds. So I could hear Andy's fourth gag. So this is the way it works. Andy Jacobs is with... Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Max. Andy Good set, afternoon. Andy will set the birthdays uh, and uh, he'll give us some 10 gill edge gags. Jeff Peters will keep score. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon. Just wait for the sound effects to load. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slight, slight delay. You know, Max was Max was so close last week. He was in single figures out for each guess. Yeah. And then Vadislav Shute did for him oh. as as Rebecca Salter and yeah, Trevor right. Fishlock and uh, Jane Seymour and Keith Ridge had done for him and Susanna Clapp in previous Such weeks. Great names. Yes. <laughs> but could this be the one? <clears throat> it could be. We'll find out. So Andy's going to set ten birthdays. People whose birthdays have been this week. Max and I have not cheated. We've not been 
been looking up the birthdays during the week because it's a fair contest. Absolutely. We have to guess how old they are. You can join in at home and you can even jot them down on a bit of paper see how you do. Uh, the, a margin of error will build as we guess the ages. We want to be as close to the ages as we can. And at the end of it, the one with the shortest margin of error is the winner. I've won for the last nine weeks. So um, I think here we go. Big one for Max. Uh, Andy, take it away, West Pele. Here he is. Yeah, and for once, the gags are secondary, not just second rate. Okay. Can Max <laughs> prevent, can he prevent La Decima, as they're calling it in Spain? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, it's a very happy birthday to the great high jumper, Dick Fosbury. Oh, Dick Fosbury. And, uh, yeah, not many people know that Dick had a great voice. I produced his first single. Sadly, it was a flop. Hey, beautiful. Um, Dick Fosbury. Who's going first? You do, because uh, the loser kicks off. Oh, really? <clears throat> oh, no. Dick Fosbury is. <laughs> I'm gonna bottle it Dick straight Fosbury. away. He is 85. That's a pretty good guess, oh. I'd say. I'd say he might be a bit younger. I'd go. Yeah. I'm gonna go 80. He's 74, actually. Oh, okay. Oh. Sorry, Dick, if you're listening. Oh, God. So Paul is, on, Paul is on six. Max is on 11. Paul, okay. off to a good start. Okay. Six plays 11. Well, okay. could, have been, could have been worse. Could have been worse. Only five in it, exactly. Uh, the great tennis player. It's his birthday, Ivan Lendl. Ivan Lendl. And uh, Ivan's really cashed in on the vegan craze. He's opened a chain of restaurants. Ivan's Lentils. Oh, it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> is it? He, yeah, <laughs> very good. <laughs> Sorry. I was doing some maths, Andy. So if yeah. not to laugh, it's a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> He's probably about... What is he, about 46? I'm going to go 46. You think he's a lot older than that, Max. So you've had a look on your face like you've found a, a way in. Ivan Lendl, 46? Yeah. You think he's a lot older than that? I think, have I gone too young? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think he's a... I'm going to go 66. Okay. 61. Wow. <laughs> Paul, you're in trouble. The time's going so quickly. <laughs> I remember that young whippersnapper winning Wimbledon. <laughs> you, the Ivan Lendl, this could be the moment. It could be. Oh. Look back on the, what, the eyes, the, they call it the, the Ivan Lendl, <laughs> the Ivan Lendl blank. Well, it's, too, too, uh, it's too early. Perhaps I should have called him Ivan Lendl. Yeah, that's, that's what Paul said. You meant, oh, you meant Ivan <laughs> Lendl. Can we yeah, do that one again? Do you know, I yeah, he is 41. I should have leaned back and said, I think he's a bit older than that. So what's the score? So Paul is 15 out. Max mm. is five out. Paul on 21. Max with a five-point lead, 16. 21-16. Wow. Wow. Here we go then. Number Some three. Some of these will sort the men from the boys. <laughs> yeah, sort the Paul from the Max. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's uh, happy birthday to the fine actress uh, Jean Boat. Jean Boat. Yeah, wow. Jean yes. Boat. When I'm working up in North Shields, mm. uh, she often comes into our local pub. Yeah, it's always great when the book comes in. <laughs> oh, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> she must have Jean Boat. She must be quite <laughs> Young? 89. That's, that's a good guess, Max. I think you're not probably far off. Um, 88. Cool, you're both on fire. She's 89. Ooh, there we are. Direct hit cool. for Max Rushton. Paul is one out. Paul on 22. Max on there 16. What a game. There's wow. plenty of time to go in this one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Don't four. touch that dial. <laughs> yes, exactly. The actor, filmmaker and producer. Happy birthday to Chuck Norris. Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Okay. Yeah, I knew him, funny enough, when, he, when I was working at the Guinness Book of Records. He asked me to get rid of one of the McWhorter <laughs> twins. Yeah, he wanted me to Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Norris, very good. And uh, what's Chuck these days? He's got to be in his 70s, isn't he? I'd say about 75. 
Um, I think that's quite a good guess, Paul. God, it's so nice to patronise Paul yeah. for once, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going with? Um, I think 73. 81. Wow. Oh, Chuck, Chuck is still wearing well. He's still giving you a he? good eye and give him the chance. So, Not that he's that kind of bloke, obviously. So, uh, uh, yeah. Paul is six out, Max is eight out. So, mm. Paul on 28, Max on 24. Okay, not it's much, is it? for yeah. comfort. Number five. Chris, reached... says, Chris says Max Rushton trophy is incoming. Barber Joe, come on, Max Rushton. <laughs> Chris, Max on fire here until Paul reels him in on question nine. <laughs> They've gone early, these here people, go. really. Max is first <laughs> this time, isn't he? Yeah. It, it's the businesswoman and broadcaster, oh. Harry DeVay. <laughs> and uh, she's just <laughs> exterminate. She's just she of course was in Dragon's Den and she's just invested in a new business venture with Bruce Hornsby and the range. Yeah. I wasn't sure about it, but I suppose that's just the way it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. But ethnic that was as well. Uh, <laughs> was it, wasn't it? <laughs> I, what do you reckon? Henry Jackie Mason delivery. <laughs> when, when, when was she in Dragon's Den about? In the last sort of four series ago, wasn't she? Yeah. I go. Yeah, it's very hard to age her, isn't she? Because yeah. could be anything between sort of thirty and ninety. So I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to say. Max, really Max, Max. There's no need to say that. I'm going to go sixty-four. You're, you're playing well today. You're not letting me in. I can't. I just. Basically, it's like Warney's pinning me down. I just can't get it off the square. Just you go, go for a sweep. Go for a Johnny Bairstow here. Go for 21. I think you're right. She's. I, she, I wouldn't go. I'd go 63. She is 64. Oh, unbelievable. Oh, wow. <laughs> you are told you, you're playing well today. You are playing so well. So yeah. it's a second direct well, hit for Max. It's going to be so painful and, when I don't win this. And, <laughs> and on each time, Paul has just been one off your okay. guess. So maybe Paul playing sort of tactically here. It's Paul 29, Max 24. We are halfway through this incredible birthday. <laughs> Martin, Martin says, Max, quit now while you're ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Not really in the spirit right. of things, is it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, and first. now it's the, yes, the filmmaker. Paul Haggis. Paul wow. Haggis. Yeah, every year on January the 25th, we spend the evening at Kenny Burns' house. I look forward to Burns' house. <laughs> yeah, Haggis. you do. Oh, Paul Haggis, a filmmaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, Steve says, I put a fiver on Max, can I cash <laughs> out? I can't take this pressure. <laughs> you know, don't in running, no in running in the birthday. Um, wow, Paul Haggis. Paul Haggis. Are you familiar with Paul Haggis's work? I'm not saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I know. Okay. Um, it's a load of tripe. There you oh, go. Here we are. Nice. 62, I'm going with. 61. 68. Oh, okay. This is such a tactical game. What's that? <laughs> Liam score? Ridgewell has been in touch. Hi, Liam. Can't believe this game hasn't been picked up for daytime TV. I'm on the edge of my bar stool here, <laughs> says Liam. Paul, Paul is six out. Max is seven out. Right. So That's... it is 35 plays, 31. Max oh, okay. still in the lead. It's pretty dirty oh, for me, okay. though. Running out of time. Oh, no, you're not running out of time. You've got, to go with, you've got to go with your gut feeling, Max. You've got to do that. Okay. So Max is first this... next. Yeah. This is the last of the ones you'll know. The last three you don't know, so there's plenty of margin there. Yeah. This is the uh, comedian and TV presenter Rufus Hound. Oh, Rufus yeah. Hound. He invited, because he lives around here, he invited me to his barbecue, but he kept banging on about this special barbecued sausage in a roll with tomato, ketchup and mustard. I just said it wasn't all that special. I said it ain't nothing but a dog hound. Oh, oh no. Oh, cool. Blimey. Rufus okay. Hound. Alan says, go down in the box with pretend cramp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Rufus Hound, I reckon he's 48. 
That's a good guess, Max. You are. You. I mean, you really are playing well today. It's very kind. Don't. Um, you know, you're lulling me here. No, Paul. I think you're using mind games here. I go about. I, I would go about. F- I, I, I'll go 47. I, 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 that's what I'm feeling. No, he's 42. He's younger. Is sorry, he? Rufus. Oh, if sorry, Rufus. It's yeah. The moustache has aged him. Clearly. I thought he'd have to be <laughs> a bit older than me, considering he's just so much more successful than yeah. me. Just to, so well, don't, don't work on that basis. You, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be here all night. <laughs> so, um, so the last the last three rounds, you've both been a point away from each wow. other so it's so tight That's so dirty it's this game 40 it? to paul it's mm. max to 37 there's three in it with three to go this so is like Serie A in the 90s right, yeah, these yeah. three yeah. these three are tricky i promise you okay, okay here yeah. we go mm. it's the space scientist maggie adderin pocock maggie adderin pocock and uh, when I went swimming with her, yeah. she always liked to, she always liked me to towel dryer afterwards. I always had to pat Pocock. <laughs> well, there we are, nice Maggie Pocock well, for fans of Surrey Offspinners. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're all, uh, Stewie would have loved that one. Yeah. Gareth Batty's on the floor. Yeah, he's on there. All fantastic. They're loving it, but you can't believe it. Uh, I'd say, uh, I'd say. Um, I don't know. Do you know her? I do, I, do I know Maggie Pocock? Um, I don't know Jane Seymour was two weeks ago. This could be a big moment, I think, in the game because yeah. you're, you're going to do exactly what I don't do because it's a punt and it could. this will decide the game. 54, I'm going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I may look back on this as a big mistake. I'm going yeah, 54. But, but you see, I just don't know whether to go dirty. I mean, you've got, I mean you can, you, if you just keep going one off of me or the uh, same as me, then that, that's, I mean, you can. If you, you've taken it into the corner, if you, do you want to do that? Or, well, I mean, well, yeah. Okay, go on. <laughs> do it. Do it. Maggie Pocock is, okay, a little bit. Because I've only really got bit. one more chance to stop you doing that, so that'll be quite key. 58. She's 53. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh. What's that done to the scores, Jeff? <laughs> beautifully talked you out. Well, yeah. this four, didn't he? This has brilliant turned play. the game. That's great from Hawksby. On he just got just absolute gold from Hawksby there. <laughs> he really did you there so badly. <laughs> okay. He also knows, he also, like, she's his best mate as yeah. well. Yeah. I've got a picture of her on my phone. Right, so Jeff? Paul is one out, Max is five out. Yeah. So now, mm. with two to play, there's yeah. one in it. Paul 41, Max 42. Wow. Okay. So I'm winning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. Well, well right. there you go. That's a great, it's the that's a great guess from you, Paul. Okay, so thank you. Just, one out for you, Pocock. Yeah. That's was why great. you're the best in the talk, world. Yeah. He talked you out of going 53. That's why. When I write good. the book about the birthday spread, will, I'll be signing copies of one out for Pocock in Waterstones in Canary Wharf. Anyway, Max is first. Max is first. Okay. It's the watercolourist, David Gentleman. David Gentleman. Yeah. And at one time, he was a football chairman who had uniquely employed John and Kevin Bond at different times. As they <laughs> used to say, gentlemen prefer Bonds. <laughs> Here we go, David, David Gentleman, gentleman is 70 on the dot. I think... No, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. David Gentleman... <laughs> 82, I'm going. <laughs> He's 91. <laughs> so, what's that, what's that done to the scores, the Jeff? Well, we should be booked for unsporting behaviour, says this text. Paul, Paul is nine out. Max, unfortunately for him, is 21 out. Uh-huh. What's the score? So, it's 50 to Paul. Yeah. Max 
is on 63. There's 13 in it with okay. one well, to go. Are you, are you still looking to take it well. into the corners, Max? Or not oh, listen, listen to you. It, it, it doesn't come out often, Andy, does it? Smug Paul Hawksby. But underneath <laughs> no. this well, look, facade no, of being I, such a I kind gentleman, when the, when the he's a terrible bloke, he He's an absolutely <laughs> terrible... I'm not even looking at him. The I can't look is, at him. There's 13 in it, yeah. which is nothing, and the next birthday we won't know. So, anyway, here we go. And I'm first this time. This is very winnable, Max. Yeah, it's very winnable. It's the jazz bassist, and I know you do know your jazz, but also you may know him. Jazz bassist Dave Green. No, personally, I didn't. Dave Green. Right. And uh, as well as playing, I was reading up on him actually, as well as playing a fine jazz bass, he's also known for devising a system of floating markers to be used at sea. That's why he's known as Dave Boy Green. Dave Boy it's Green, with it. Good, yeah, very yeah, good. You. Harvest, isn't I'm it? with you, yeah. <laughs> so what's in it? 13. There's, 13. There's not much in yeah. it. There's not much in it. Um, oh, I've got the heartbeat. <laughs> I'm serious. I used to reel. Jazz bassist Dave Green, 83. Oh, I think that's really Ooh. good. Well, I can't go night. I can't go ninety-six, can I? So I've got to go seventy. Seventy would be a win, would it? Seventy wouldn't be. Would that be a draw? Oh, well, you're thirteen behind. Do you want to go? Yeah, I said eighty-three. You want to go sixty-nine, don't you? Sixty-nine. He's seventy-nine. He's seventy-nine. <laughs> oh, so dear. what has that done to the scores, Jeff Peters? Final scores on the doors. Paul Hawksby is four out. Max Rushton is ten out. The scores on the doors. It's Paul fifty-four. Max seventy-three. It is the perfect ten for Paul Hawksby. Ten in a row. He played. There we are. Paul mentally collapsing Max on Maggie P. Give him the birthday spread Ballon d'Or. Will I do? Will I do a guard of honour next week? That'll, that's what Adrian's doing from four. Oh, yeah, seven right. one seven. I've got the guard of honour. Well done, Paul. That was well a good played. game. It was that a really was a good game. Really enjoyed battle. it. I thought you had me there when you started to play snookers. Uh, I thought I only had that one opportunity. Didn't I snooker you on Pocock. I had that one Pocock opportunity. Still, still. No, but then it would have. Oh. Anyway, Max, we go again next week. I swear. We ride really, again. Really, really want to swear. Th- thank you, Jeff. Don't swear. Please do not. You're on Talksport. Please Form do not is swear. temporary. Class is permanent. Says Mr. Morg. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, thank you, Jeff. Barca Jim, you absolute weapon. Like Ginola not running the ball. Ginola not running the ball into the corner for France in '93. Yeah. Yes, it was one of those. We'll look back on these moments one day and we'll laugh. Uh, thank, um, well, that, that'll yeah. be a change. <laughs> Certainly during the birthday spread. Thank, exactly. thank you, Andy. We'll hear from you tomorrow. Yeah, lovely. See yeah. you tomorrow. Cheers, Jeff. Thanks very much. There we David are. Gentlemen, to the list of uh, people who have done for Max in yeah. recent weeks. David Gentleman Maggie goes Pocock on, on was the, the list. Maggie Pocock was the Maggie Pocock. Pocock. Yeah. Anyway, there's the birthday. So I hope you did well at home. You may have beaten us both. I don't care how you did at home. Do let us, <laughs> do let us know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. What a thrilling climax. Worth pointing was. out that we're recording this. I mean, sort of, this is like <coughs> having a microphone shoved in your face after losing the <laughs> Champions League final and having to, you know, having to deal with it. We've literally just finished the birthday spread. It was two direct hits you had oh, as well no. today. Oh, I mean, Paul, I feel... and you were in the box seat oh, playing, playing it into the corners in the dying seconds. You totally did. And it was totally just that. It just, t- it just turned, didn't it? It just turned. But anyway. Well done. Paul, you're a master. Um, you, you're not giving it. You're going to keep going, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. You come back next week. 100. percent We go yeah, again. We, we go, go again. again. There we are. Andy's back tomorrow. We'll have live cricket during the show. The India England T20 Motti clips of the week and all that. Uh, if you can listen live, great from one. If not, 
The podcast will be available around five. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.